And I think we are live. Are we live, Scott? I we are live, man. I believe so. Excellent. Um, if Excellent. we're not, I've done a horrible, horrible job. So apologies. You've done a horrible <laughs> job. But that's okay. We'll make up for it. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Green Pass Gaming's weekly podcast, this time on a Sunday evening. Um, so you'll see that it's uh, a little bit of a different panel today. Uh, Pucks can't, unfortunately, join us. Uh, he's disposed. I don't actually know what he's doing. I think he's just making excuses, Scott. But uh, there we go. Yeah, he didn't um, actually tell uh, us. I just no, he didn't actually be tell us tonight. Yeah. I think he just yeah, I think be he no, uh, yeah. I think he's actually got some plans already, so that's probably why. Well, but, plans that are more um, important than this. Well, I, I mean, honestly. I don't know, but um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but yes, we do have a really good panel uh, tonight, and uh, we're going to keep it quite loose, um, as we've been doing recently. Uh, we've got some topics in mind, but other, other than that, we'll try and make it as organic as possible. Uh, so joining me, as usual, is Scott. How are you doing, my friend? Very well, thank you very much, uh, Luke. Obviously, we've got a, a wonderful panel. Um, it really won't surprise me if it goes slightly off the rails tonight. It already went slightly <laughs> oh, yeah. off the rails yeah. in the green room and in, in the in the Twitter DMs anyway. So, yeah, looking forward to the show. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, uh, it, it did go... It went a bit weird in the DM, actually. Uh, I kind of just <laughs> caught on to it, um, and then I didn't really know where to jump in because it was just very strange. Um, but it was very interesting. I think partly it's because one of the guests is delirious from COVID nineteen, uh, and that is um, wonderful and he's segue. Just, wonderful. He's segue. just he's just oh yeah, I was practicing, uh, and he's just babbling. He's just babbling in the DM. So you yeah. know, bear with him tonight. Uh, it's That's my good my friend, indie gamer. How are you? Oh, great. Thank you very much, my friend. I'm going to blame it all on that. Yes, because I'm not mad, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, well, I'm I hope great. you're feeling better. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that, buddy. It's, uh, yeah, well, I got the invite from you guys and I uh, was super excited to receive that. Then I got the uh, COVID situation prop up, which was not too fun. Uh, felt terrible. But now I'm glad I've been uh, recovered enough to be able to join you guys because it's always an absolute blast to join you guys. Obviously, we, we hang out quite a lot over on my channel. So it's nice to be a, a guest on your channel this time and be able to actually um, chill and just enjoy some uh, gaming talk with you guys, especially a great guest as well with Box and Burger. So it's a fantastic crew and an absolute honor to be here. Yeah, so thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure. And yes, thank you. You've done my introduction for me. Uh, oh, sorry. Boxenberger. I know. Come on, man. I'll just let you host it next time. What's the point? Um, see, this is what I mean. COVID-19 brain. It's just, it's just bonkers. Um, Archimedes, how are you, friend? Thank you. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invite. It's been a while. Uh, last time you guys, uh, we, we chatted, you were on my channel. Uh, yeah, right. So I'm glad to return the favor. It's been a while since I've been on your show and um, it's always fun to chat with Indy. So I can't wait for today. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'd say we'll keep it, we'll keep it quite loose. Um, Scott, I don't know if you want to lead maybe with the Xbox Gamescom topic, mainly because I actually don't know much about that. So I'm quite interested to know what they've announced or what's come up or what's Yeah, of, of, of course. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think first of all, what, what I did want to just make sure everyone is aware is coming up later in the show is um, a very special rendition of Smelly Cat by the Indie Gamer towards uh, <laughs> Mr. Luke Steele. So um, keep your... He has peeled um, for, <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, just a, yeah. an insight into the into the Twitter DMs from, from earlier. So uh, don't worry, Indy. I'm not going to let, let you get away with that one. So, Brilliant. Thanks um, for that. <laughs> yeah, when we were thinking about what we were going to chat about, um, I thought, obviously, we've got uh, we've got Boxenberger, our 
um, resident gaming specialist from from uh, from Germany, and we have um, a very special gaming event coming up. Uh, I think it is what in about a week. Is it is it just next week or the week after? Yeah, twenty twenty fifth. We've got Gamescom. Um, which I thought, you know, Box and Burger. I was going to ask you first of all, have you been to Gamescom before Box and Burger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, what's, what's it like? Oh, actually, let <laughs> <laughs> me put it this way it's a fantastic event to meet other people. It's an awful event if you want to play games because it is just <laughs> crowded. There are, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's busy, isn't it? Yeah. 300,000 people. Yeah. It's like. It's the biggest gaming event in the world in terms of attendees. Um, and yeah, it's it's just crowded. You stand in line like two hours to play a 10-minute demo. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you want to go there because you want to try out games, um, I definitely do not recommend it. But for <laughs> everything else, um, it's a fantastic event. Um, the, the entire uh, gaming community from all across Europe and of course uh, from some other parts of the world is, is meeting there. There are a lot of other events like uh, meet and greets and stuff like that and if you if you are lucky and, and can meet up with a couple of people there it's 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 a fun thing to do for sure. Nice. Yeah, um, it's it's one of the ones. Um, it's been many years since I've been to, to a game show but I believe Gamescom might be the biggest in-person one in the world if i'm not if i'm not mistaken yeah. in terms of just yeah. the the sheer volume of people that that yeah. that go um and obviously we've got um open night live with jeff Keighley. um yeah. and then uh so this past week xbox did announce that they were gonna um they were gonna show up at at um at gamescom uh it doesn't sound like there's gonna be anything major there although you know last year i think they uh halo infinite showed up at gamescom if i remember rightly they showed off the first sort of multiplayer cinematic trailer um uh, but they've just spoke a little bit about their um the booth that they're going to have there which is going to have um mm -hmm. pentiment actually so that looks like that'll be playable uh for the for the for the first time uh they've got age of empires flight sim sea thieves grounded um they've got some other um third-party games like a play tale requiem uh, there as well so and i imagine if you guys have seen the the leaked white elite series 2 um yeah. that is likely to to make to make an appearance here so yeah i mean we don't expect an awful lot of things maybe necessarily from from xbox it obviously wasn't that long ago that they had the kind of e3 style blowout so um yeah i guess just 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 for you guys and yeah boxenberg i guess as as the uh the german among us do you have any expectations for for gamescom th this year what you want to want my realistic thought or, or what i want to have <laughs> both give give her, give her what you want and then what Honestly, maybe what, what you think we'll get yeah okay i i, I don't think uh we can expect anything uh, special um uh, at least not from from the Xbox side of things. Um, it, it's just like this. They revealed their lineup, and it's all games that are out for years, like mm. Microsoft Flight Simulator, three years out. Sea of Thieves is what now? Four years, I want to say. Grounded yeah. is at least two years. Uh, Age of Empire launched. Is, is, is one of the... Yeah, everyone knows my addiction to Age of Empires. <laughs> amazing game, yeah. I've got almost 250 hours into it but um yeah it, it's out for a year now um 
so yeah there's really not uh, and pentiment well yeah pentiment but seriously i don't think that this is gonna is a, is a game that will show well at a show, show floor if you get like mm, yeah. people playing that game for like 10 minutes after they stood in line for two hours i don't think that we will <laughs> yeah that, that's about this. so um and it's not because the game's bad it's just because this is not the kind of game you show up with to, to a game show uh, so yeah i don't think we we will see anything special um there it's just like uh, like a lot of other publishers, they have just given up on um, on 2022, um, like at least from the bigger ones. Um, so yeah, I don't expect anything um, exciting coming from Xbox. There's one thing though, um, and that is is, is is stuck in my mind. Um, like you know what is on happens on August 25th? We have the 25th anniversary of. Golden Eye, and ah, you know yeah. uh, that the, that coincides with uh, the start of the of Gamescom, and um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know about you. Um, we have heard the rumors for long, a long time now that a yeah. remake or remaster is, is in the making for Xbox and Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, maybe we will see that. Um, but other than that, I don't honestly, I don't, I don't expect anything exciting. Yet. Uh, to happen or come out of Gamescom, many of the other publishers don't even uh, show up. Nintendo, EA, um, PlayStation. I think Sony have already said they're Sony, not, not going to yeah, be there. Not, so they are all not going to be there. Uh, I think from the bigger publishers, it's only Ubisoft and, and Microsoft that will appear. Yeah, there are. Um, so like everyone else uh, is skipping Gamescom this year because there's just nothing to show. Um, and yeah, so I. I this year, I'm I'm not sure if, if we get an exciting show. Jeff Keighley, of course, already hyped the thing up. Um, he said, "Like, it's not like yeah, Jeff." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've never heard that from before. Before, but he was like pretty excited about it. Of course, uh, as the host, um, yeah, he said the, uh, we should expect things we have not seen before, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know, uh, but I don't. I'm I'm. I'm not expecting too much uh, from games this year, to be honest. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I was looking at the the announcement, um, and I, I guess maybe are you going this year, Boxenberger, or have you, no, are you going to no, be, I'm you're not going? I actually best. had my hotel booked already. Uh, I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, and we had our big family vacation plan in June, and then my son had an accident. He had to have surgery. Uh, and we had to move the family vacation around and the only week that was possible is the Gamescom's week so i'll be in italy at that time yeah oh well <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair i think you might have picked the better the better option I, of, probably, of the two so probably, yeah but um they did say at the, at the booth so i don't know whether this would maybe get you excited for gone indie maybe for yourself as well they have said in terms of maybe new stuff that's going to be obviously pentiment as you mentioned i agree about that mm. one not necessarily being a good show floor type game just based on the style i had maybe similar thoughts about as does falls um as well actually um, yeah. but they've got a plague tale requiem which i think a lot of people yeah. uh, are looking forward to uh, minecraft legends is going to be is going to be there i think that'll be the first time that's playable on a on a show floor sure. so that's just Plan announced planet of lana is going to be on the show floor. Planet of lana. yeah planet of lana 
Um, High on Life that was shown off during the the E three showcases yep. is going to be there as as well. Um, I don't know if you guys <laughs> did. You guys see the um, High on Life Twitter account that memed the false spoken uh, yeah. trailer by any chance? Yeah, uh, yeah that was uh, that that was that was pretty pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's going to be some there's going to be some decent games that I think people are looking that are, are looking forward to. But obviously, um, if you're not there, you're not going to obviously get get the chance to yeah, exactly. to play them. Unfortunately, in terms yeah. in terms of announcements, I mean, like. Like you said, there's uh, there, especially Blake Tail uh, for me, of course, um, but also uh, Planet of Lana and and um, High on Life. Uh, really looking forward to play these games. But we have seen the trailers, we've seen gameplay. We, I'm good to go. I want to play the games. I don't need another um, uh, gameplay teaser or something from there. So, yeah, I'm, um, and and I don't think that we will get any surprise announcements. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty low, low key, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, Indy, what about what about yourself, Matt? Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be quite a, a good amount of stuff on show, but um, like some good publishers have confirmed they're going to be on the show for and stuff like obviously Thunderfall, who are going to be showing off Planet of Lana. Uh, are we talking about the uh, which show? Are we talking about general games coming here? Or are we talking? Uh, just yeah, well, anything specific in Gamescom that, or just general? No. Place it, yeah, just 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 anything that you may be expecting to be there or, or hope or hoping yeah. to see. Really, I mean, um, there's going to be another. Well, I, was, I can say generally. Then there's a obviously a bit of the schedule is going to be opening night live, obviously on the Tuesday, I think it is, and then there's another future game show, which is looking actually like to be a, a really good. Uh, future game show this one uh, mainly because of the games obviously and that is everything um, but it's got um, the last case of Benedict Fox is going to be shown in that particular show uh, which was one of the games at the Xbox showcase which I was really looking forward to uh, so something more on that would be nice uh, I think it was kind of, uh, targeted as early 2023 that game uh, yeah so I mean it's, it's always subjective, and the thing is, we don't know what is going to be announced, if you know what I mean. So uh, the surprises are all left to be found out, obviously, so we can't really speculate on what we don't know on that side of things. But as far as like publishers and stuff like that who are showing up, you know, you've got like Devolver confirmed and all, all, the, all those big names are going to be there on show floor, showcasing some great games. Uh, so I think it's good in that regard. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tricky, isn't it, to speculate. I think, like we talked about Planet of Lana potentially coming, at, coming up at... Um, the show but then you sort of mentioned that it was going to be delayed until 2023 so i was thinking it might have got a, a release date still as it was originally targeting 2022 uh but yeah maybe it's not going to show up at that show on the opening night live because I, the reason i thought that was because it showed up before at jeff Keighley's show um yeah. but yeah maybe it's not going to be there then because like you say you found a little cheeky little leak on that one uh, they need to update that to 2023. Maybe it'll be a new trailer to update, I suppose. But yeah, but there's, I mean, I think there'll be some good stuff shown. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to kind of speculate of um, stuff which is going to be there. But I think Gamescom always brings a good show. Like, we've, you know, we've got last year's, I think we did a live reaction on it last time. It was some good stuff. I think that might be when the Planet Alana one was actually on the Gamescom one, actually. Uh, but yeah. I think I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what comes out of it. It's tricky for new announcements. I don't really know. I haven't really, I'm not being putting my ear to the ground to find out any rumors and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, hearing what comes out of it basically. 
Yeah. Um, look, do you, do you have any any particular expectation? Actually, can you remember what was shown uh, last year? Because I guess the main event's going to be open night, open night live. If anything big is going to be announced, it's going to be Achilles thing rather than anything that Xbox yeah. or, or a publisher do. Um, can you remember anything that stood out from from last year for yourself? Uh, I think that I remember. I remember it was a fairly good show um, mm. last year. I, I remember they he had um, uh, didn't that, that's where the uh, the limited edition infinite controller, the elite controller, and the Xbox was revealed. Yeah. I think, and they did oh, the Halo multiplayer stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. cinematic. And I, I forgot about the console actually. Yeah, not that that's like a huge thing, but it was quite cool. Um, and I think they did like the Saints for Reveal um, and Marvel's Midnight Suns. I think they did that. Yeah. That was all That was all opening up live. So um, what else did they do? I, I feel like Horizon Forbidden West was there in some capacity. I, I remember they, they did the... the uh, the uh, release date there. Ah, yeah, that was it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they did the most important announcement of all. Uh, probably of that year, which was the Death Stranding director's cut. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought you'd say that. They also had Shredder's um, Revenge as well, didn't they? They did Shredder's have Shredder's Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I remember it being um, pretty good. Um, Saints Row was announced there as well. Yeah. 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 Saints Row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think you know I'm. Uh, I think everyone has to temper their expectations with it because yeah. it's it's not going to be like big earth-shattering reveals, but um, there will be some cool stuff. I mean, opening that live, you know, typically does have some cool stuff. Um, and I mean, in terms of, yeah, Xbox's presence, I guess on the show floor, that might be cool for people. Um, but in terms of any big reveals, I don't, don't expect anything at all. Um, as, as Archimedes said, you know, Pentiment being shown off on the show floor, I think, is probably not actually a good thing. I think that's that's. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how well that will be received when yeah. people sit down and, you know, it, it seems like a long, long home game. You know, one that you actually have to dive a number of hours into. Um, so you know, and there's no action in it, so it's not going to captivate people as a standing there in a massive queue. So, bit of a weird one, but um, yeah, they've got some cool indies as, as people have said, Planet of Lana. Um, I think last case of Benedict Fox is playable as well on the show floor. Oh, yeah. I didn't um, realise that actually. I, I didn't. I must have, must have missed that one. That was one of the one of my yeah. favourite things that they showed off at E3. Oh, yeah, yeah. E3? It's gonna, yeah, yeah. It's going to be shown on the future game show as well. Like I say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I think that, yeah, I think there'll be some cool stuff. But the, the 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 most interesting stuff will come from opening night live. I don't think it will come anywhere else. I mean, um, I think you know potentially we're a month away from. A, a, a big show which is you know probably sony showcase and they had one last year mm. so yeah. right now we're we're just kind of this little period where we're not going to have that much until then presuming that they have one next month so uh um but yeah i think particularly like for indies i would imagine would be quite good um yeah because yep. he was last year and he tends to really highlight those type type of games in this type yep. of show um so let's wait and see yeah, yep. I'm just looking through some of the uh, like the highlights from last year's Open Night Live. Actually, I've just uh, got an article from Games Radar here, um, and they had Marvel Midnight Suns, Saints Row, Call of Duty Vanguard. They had the single player demonstration that Halo Infinite, Luke Cult of the Lamb. 
was premiered at oh. Gamescom Open Night Live, oh, apparently. Well, we'll, okay. we'll probably t- touch on that in a moment. Uh, Indie for you, Midnight Fight Express was there. Hey, baby. Uh, yeah, TMNT, <laughs> Demon Stairs, Super Monkey Balls, Splitgate, Riders Republic, um, Legos, the Skywalker Saga, um, Dog V. Oh, Dog, was that the was that the really horrendous like K-pop or, or J-pop like? Dance song oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing if if I it was remember, the old, was that the world. one that was like hyper realistic, sort of looking. Yeah, but it was, it was also like anime at the same time almost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. wasn't that was great. I loved it that. Good, that one. That was, yeah, that was really so good. fun. Yeah, Luke, yeah. stop it, stop it, Luke. Loads <laughs> of people great. love that, Scott. Yeah, it great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it I is actually it. great, but it looked. It looked yeah, cool. it did look quite interesting. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they, he, he had <laughs> <laughs> he had some decent stuff there. Uh, Sifu was there, Death Strand, as you mentioned. So yeah. you know, I think you know if if it's anything like last year, and it's got that caliber of games. I think the Open Light Live in particular should hopefully be be a decent show. But uh, yeah, Boxenberg, I have just seen you <laughs> your message in the chat. The guy saying temper expectations at every, at every show is the modern tag, tagline, which, which is which is true and. Um, I think for the shows that we've had this year, I wish I'd maybe tempered my expectations a mm. bit more going going them because um, you know particularly the Xbox One. Unfortunately, I wasn't quite. Um, Depends uh, what people are looking for, though. Yeah. I was going to say like <laughs> people always say this temporary expectation things, and I know I understand it and I agree with it as well, but. I don't feel the need to ever say that because if you if you're looking for all kinds of games, then you're probably going to be happy. If you you know there's lots of indies and stuff like that you enjoy, then I think you'll be happy with these sorts of shows personally. But there we go. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although I have to also say, well, these publishers they hype us up as well. So it's not just always that we have unrealistic expectations or so. Um, it's like like the Xbox the Xbox showcase for instance. Yeah, uh, this year. They hyped everyone up. Uh, they didn't even usually. They say at least temper your expectations, but uh, this year, yeah, nothing. So, yeah, I think like twenty twenty two is just this year where where COVID really shows um, and what 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 the outcome is. And so, obviously, we have to temper the expectations. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think there's an element of truth to, to both. I mean, Indy, you, yeah. you, you are absolutely right, but um, and I think for some showcases, maybe it's a bit easier to um, kind of go with that mindset. But for like the larger ones, like Xbox, like Boxberger says, mm-hmm. you know, they they kind of hyped that up a bit more than they should. They didn't set any expectations, which I think was the one mistake that they made about their summer showcase. Had they tempered, their, uh, yep. not necessarily even tempered, just set expectations about what they were going to cover in the show, that yeah. would have been fine, and it probably would have then been a good yeah, show. Um, but something mm. like Future Game Show, I know we, we covered that, obviously, around, around that time, Indy, we, we, were on, yeah. we were on your show. And I guess the expectations going to that show were obviously very different. Um mm. But it's 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 obviously very very difficult, and and this is just going to be one really with Open and Night Live, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, it, it's different for each individual person. Though, if someone's like a real massive fan of certain games, um, and they say they love strategy games only or whatever, and they're going into a showcase thinking if there's like five amazing strategy games, it's going to be the best show ever. Uh, but then there's no strategy games, then that's on them, really. You know, what I mean, temporary expectations is one of them things. I know it's a blanket thing. But like, I feel like if you are looking broadly and going in open-minded, I think that's the best way is to just enjoy it as a whole. 
and you know try and try stuff out that you haven't tried before if you're not already in that boat personally yeah I mean that, that that that's that's absolutely fair, mate. That's absolutely yeah. fair. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to opening night live. Though it's kind of one of those things with um, Ely's shows. I often try to just go into them with very much an, an open mind because I, I do often feel in the past he has um, hyped his shows up a little bit too much. But actually, has he said much about opening night live so far? Oh yeah, he he uh, he hyped it up actually. Okay, like, uh, I must have missed that actually. I can't exactly remember how many world premieres we're going to see. And he also said that he will have stuff that we usually don't see at Gamescom. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's actually hyping it up quite a bit this time, I think. Like last time, he actually played it down. I don't know if you remember. He said it's um, yeah, uh, it's games that true. have been seen before, quite a lot of it. So playing it down a bit, uh, it's not that many new things. But this time, he's like, like Boxenberg, so I think he's more hyping it again, like for new stuff. So I think he's, I know he's been crazy in the past. He's been like a bit over the top hype. Maybe he's getting used to things. But now the last two, it seems hopefully it's, you know, a bit more consistent with, with the actual show itself, what he says, if you see what I mean. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think he's confirmed a few things there already. So I remember he said that uh, there'd be another look at Callisto Protocol, for example. Right. Maybe another nice. demo, which is cool. Um, do you want that thing, look out, out of interest? Uh, yeah, I know I'd you're like, extremely like, excited. Yeah. Do you want to see another look after the kind of the last big blowout? Yeah, I don't I don't need to, but I would like to see more okay. just because it, it looks cool. Um, so it's not in I, death loop territory yet. Uh, nothing's in Deathloop territory. Uh, no, it's, in, it's, in, it's almost impossible to replicate that now. It's just ridiculous. I think Oddworld Soulstorm came pretty close. Uh, yeah, yeah, when, that's when right. That was game show off as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I think uh, it'd be cool to see that again. Um, I think he said like uh, <laughs> Sonic Frontiers will be there as well. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> And uh, I think there's some other stuff that he's confirmed. Uh, but yeah, he just seemed to be quite excited about it. And I think I think when we say temper expectations, I think that kind of generally means um, don't expect big AAA game reveals. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, that that's what we mean by that. Mm. And I think that's it's yeah. fair to say that because I don't think you can temper expectations around indies because most indies that are announced are surprises you know the 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 things you've never seen before never even envisaged so it's not as if you're anticipating them per se you're just kind of reacting to them and i I think there will be some of that here as well Mm. um but uh yeah i mean uh, i'm just gonna go into it with an open mind i mean it's crapped up on me Mm. you know i just completely forgot about it that it was that was happening so i'm i'm pretty excited for it but i'm not going to get too into the weeds of what will be there or won't. There'll be over yeah. 30 games. I'm sure there will be plenty that people will be interested in. Yeah. I wonder if there's... Um, sorry, it's kind of, I was going to say, I wonder if there's the um, Hyperlite... Uh, what's it called? Breaker. I wonder if you see that yet. Sorry, just to throw that in there. <laughs> Hyperlite Breaker would be lovely to see the, the sequel to Hyperlite Drifter. Yeah. be mm. very tasty. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe we'll... Looking... Oh, go on. I was just going to say, I'm just looking through... Um... Uh, Keely's tweets actually because uh, I've missed a lot of stuff he's talked about apparently um, so yeah Sonic Frontiers he's confirmed is going to be there um, it looks like uh, Unknown Worlds are going to be there um, 
So they are, deaths, yeah, right? sure enough. Um, yeah, new new IP turn based strategy game. Um, me so, out. Yeah, uh, I think Boxer Burger might might be in for that. Mm. Boxer Burger, the sci fi yeah. strategy game. Yeah, um, yeah. Gold yeah. Simulator. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Return to Monkey Island is going is going to be there. Okay. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's- that's supposed to be this year still, isn't it? Unless it's changed. It did uh, say twenty twenty two, I think, initially. Question. Yeah. Actually, don't know. Yeah. So I mean, he's already confirmed a, a few things are going to be there, but maybe for a bit of fun. Um, if there was one thing that could turn up, obviously, let you let you let your dreams go wild here. If one thing could could turn up, what what would it be, guys? If Keely managed to nab what one thing from someone, what what would it be? Death Stranding Two. Oh, stop with death. <laughs> <laughs> but it's realistic. It's semi-realistic. I love your passion you know, that. Yeah. Does, does Kojima turn up? Does, does he? Because he skipped. He skipped some games a, fast to appear at Xbox. So does he turn up here? Uh, yeah, he's. This does, is his favour back to yeah. Keely. Yeah. Keely letting does him it? go on Xbox's yeah. uh, showcase. Do you think he'd want to do a sequel, though, of that franchise? Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. fr- from everything that we've heard and Norman Reedus openly saying, yeah, they're making a sequel, I think. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think uh, he, he loves AIP, so, and so do I. So brilliant. Um, I think realistically, like, well, not really, something that's wishful from me, but I think it's about time we could see it and it would be a good place to show it, um, would be uh, Playdead's new game. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, so good shout. that would be this would be like a great place to show that, mm. and that would instantly, pro- unless Death Stranding Two is announced, probably be the game of you know opening night live for me. Um, so um, yeah. yeah, I'd yeah. like that. On a similar note, Luke. Um, so, sorry, Indy. Um, no go, man. No, it's all good. S- Somerville was. Um, rather absent from Xboxes mm. showcase. They showed it off in like the calendar is coming out in the next twelve months, but it it didn't show in a sizzle reel or, or, or anything as part of as part of that show. Which uh, I was a little disappointed about actually because I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing a little yeah. bit more from from that. So it would be nice if we can maybe get a little bit of an update from um, uh, ooh, it's Jump Ship, isn't it? That's doing Somerville, yeah, um, appropriately named uh, Dev Studio. Yep. So. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, How about you? Yeah, I mean, well, what, what, I, I, what I, I, without the risk of sounding a cliche, I won't say it because you probably know what I would say if, if you know, the one game that I released, <laughs> I won't say it even. <laughs> Everyone knows the, what you're thinking. The, the S word, I won't say it. <laughs> You've already seen uh, so, that. You don't need to see more. <laughs> well, yeah, as in like more. But anyway, let's move off that because I've got another <laughs> one, which is more of a random potentially uh, it'd be amazing to see it back after all this time i think it, it well definitely is still being made so the last night please that would be lovely yeah it's good good shout <laughs> yeah. yeah the last night we saw it, xbox 2017 i think was it 2017 does that sound yeah, right it was, uh, <laughs> it was a while ago I, yeah I, i'm shocked if it's that long because it, it seems that's that's a really long time ago now he's a long time um, isn't it? yeah um, so i think it is 27 or 28 it's probably right yeah, yeah 2017 yeah. 2018 yeah um, I think it is, but, um yeah i mean i you know obviously that cyberpunk game that everyone absolutely gushed over and um most of us probably still remember maybe i don't know um but yeah cyber just cyberpunk perfection 
beautiful pixel art sort of world. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. Look it up if you haven't um, already seen it. The last night, it looks so good, and it'll be so great to see it back. Um, yeah, that's my little cheeky pick that I would love to see. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I already mentioned mine. Uh, I I would love to see a golden eye. Um, this is now just stuck in my, my head because, yeah, uh, it's it's the twenty fifth anniversary. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess this is kind of like it's. I, I kind of felt when people were talking about that being shown off at E three, I kind of felt that that was maybe mm. like E three was almost too big for it. If it was a if it was a complete remake, um, f fair enough. But from what I understand, Boxburg, it's just. It's just the remaster that was originally yeah, for, yeah, like developed for the 360, isn't it? It's what we all assume, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because it's, it, it, it's not official. We, we don't know. Maybe, the, maybe they've done something a bit more significant. But, um, yeah, I've, st I've honestly still got my reservations about that Boxenberg. I'm, so, I'm sorry to say I'm, I'm, I've not played it in so long, and I just worry about how it holds up, you know, in... That's in this day, in this day and age, I just have so so much nostalgia for that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's just me, of course. They're going to be doing a um, GoldenEye 25th anniversary at EGX. A little, I think oh. they're doing like a LAN, a LAN competition or something like that. I don't know, something along them lines. Um, nice. So yeah, that might be quite interesting. So is that going to be GoldenEye LAN competition? Yeah, I think I have to look that up quickly. Um, it's something twenty yeah. fifth anniversary thing they're doing, like a uh, competition or just a party something. I'll check it out. It's on their page. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm just wondering if it, if it was like a land for that, like either it is out on Xbox by then, or they're going to be whipping out a bunch of N sixty fours. Yeah, no, they, they they have a retro area, so they probably have got ah, okay. of, uh, yeah of consoles etc. They do they've got land set up for the PCs as well. Maybe they do even do it for the PCs. I don't know, uh, but yeah, they always do like that sort of stuff. Different areas with that kind of thing going on. You can play yeah. like old 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 SNESs on like CRT TVs and pinball nice. machines, all sorts of stuff. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that'll be cool. But yeah, I, I, I'm I will play it if it comes out, Boxenberger. But um, yeah, like I say, I'm just a little hesitant because of like obviously how that game originally handled and comparing it to more modern yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I totally get what so. you mean. I totally get what you mean. Um. I've just checked it out quickly. Actually, I think it's a tournament. They're not necessarily doing it as a link up, but I think they've got other link ups going on for other games. But so I think what they probably do is for for player and do like a competition uh, to for get a final winner on it. So that's what they're doing. So that's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I do have really fond memories of GoldenEye though as a kid playing as odd job and being the the smallest yeah. guy on the bloody thing, yeah. and the golden gun <laughs> and, and things like that. Exactly. It says on the tweet, funnily enough, if you're playing as odd job, it is cheating. <laughs> <That's a joke>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, they had the uh, they had the big head cheat for that as well, didn't they? If I oh, remember, yeah, that's if right, I remember right, rightly, right. yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it, it will be like a good nostalgia hit at the at the very yeah. least, if, if 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 nothing else. So um, so it will will be cool because that that game. I mean, I know some people played. Um, I believe back in the 360 days, please correct me if I'm wrong if, if anyone knows this, but I think back in the 360 days, you could access something called like Partner Net or something like that, which was kind of like a version of Xbox Live for like Xbox employees. And you could get like development versions of games. And I believe 
um, GoldenEye was available on that. If I remember rightly, I could be mistaken that, but mm. you know, I believe it was pretty much ready to be released before it got kind of pulled at the last minute. So, ah. okay. yeah. Do you know why it never came up, Boxberger? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I've heard it multiple times now that yeah, it, it, that something weird happened during development, but. Honestly, no one ever told me what is that weird thing that apparently happened. So, at least I have no idea. No idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I guess it's uh, it's probably licensing, really. Mm. Yeah, it's got to be between what, I mean, Nintendo, license, Xbox. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. The license issue was actually the reason why they never had a sequel, uh, and that's why how Perfect Dark came to life. They right. Lost, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. The, actually, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they lost the the rights for for GoldenEye or the James Bond license and that's why yeah it, mm. it never came out that's why it feels it exactly like it in the, in the mechanics and all the <laughs> yeah the, the heads yeah. up display and everything in there is the same yeah, yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how those those things work out isn't it so yeah uh, but if I'm right um yeah, I actually just seen a message from Pyro on the chat he says MGM with the license and rights uh, isn't MGM owned by Amazon now as well really could yeah. be that could yeah. be i think i think that's right um but correct me if i'm wrong guys uh, i'm i'm not too sure why i thought I, i'm pretty sure i've read something about james bond and amazon uh not 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 too long ago so um yeah I but th- i guess this like will be the time for, to, to jimmy reveal. bond or so and they'll get over barry barry fond or something yeah, exactly <laughs> Well, they did that James. What was that with that back thing back in the day? James from Robocod or something. Do you remember that that game? Uh, was it James Pond Robocod? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just thought. Jim, <laughs> I think it was on the Amiga or something. <laughs> well, that sounds like it was just James Pond. <laughs> right, look up James Pond yeah. Robocod. Like he's a fish, basically. <laughs> You're in for a treat. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, James Pond. It's on the Switch. If anyone's Is interested, nine ninety nine on the on the eShop for James Pond. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Came oh, out in twenty nineteen. Oh, that must be a re- remake Re- of it then, because uh, yeah, sure it was it on the Amiga be. or something. <laughs> oh, indie! It's got a, it's got online support and everything. <laughs> we need Golden to... Eye. We, we don't exactly. need it. Yeah. We don't need it. Uh, we might have to hit that up for some for some stream and action on James Pond. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but games come. You know, it's coming up soon. Obviously, uh, it'll be good to see what uh, what Keeley's got in, yeah. in particular. But low expectations uh-huh. from from an Xbox perspective. Um, before we move on, though, actually, guys, um, in terms of game shows for the rest of the year, uh, what, what what are we what are we expecting? Obviously, I know we've got. Um, uh, the Game Awards, obviously, end of year guarantee, but nothing else announced so far between now and then. What what are people expecting? That's a fantastic question. We all expect Sony to have a showcase and uh, to some capacity because, well, they have got a War Ragnarok coming this year. Yeah, um, and I mean that's definitely a big title that deserves some advertisement and uh, proper showcase. And um, so, yeah that's that's one thing um i at least expect to to happen this year and ea mm-hmm. ea is one thing that is a, a little a weird one for me because 
they have actually a couple of things in the pipeline and they already teased a lot of stuff. They they said, well, Dragon Age, the new one, yeah, they're going to show that off this year. Um, so, yeah, um, I expect them to have something at least. Um, yeah. So how yeah. about you guys? What do you think? Yeah, I, th I think so. I mean, I'd be very surprised if Sony didn't have something. Um mm given they had one last year in September. Um, I'm sure they've got a lot to show. And as you say, you know, uh, God of War releasing, um, I would expect that showcase to have yeah. a gameplay demo or something like that. Um, because they haven't, apart from the first gameplay trailer they did, um, they yeah, haven't they really shown really a load of the game off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've, we've got gameplay from it, but not an extended sequence of, of gameplay. Yeah. So. Um, so I expect that, and I think you know they, they've got various things cooking up. So I think they could have a really good show. Um, obviously, you know they tend to have really good third-party stuff at their shows as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of new announcements or you know kind of re-reveals that sort of stuff. Um, what else have we got? We've got Ubisoft Forward uh, coming oh, yeah. up, which is next next month. Right. Uh, I'm not even finish. I'm not even taking the piss when I say this, but I genuinely just forgot. I think just through pure yeah. just lack of caring that they that they had announced that show. Um yeah. Yeah, I think um yeah. I mean I it, I yeah. can't say it's one that I'm anticipating because I'm <laughs> not. Uh of course I'll watch it. Um but really for me the only thing there that they could show that I would be really interested in seeing is is the Splinter Cell remake. Yeah. Um I don't think that's ready to show, probably. So, um, other than that, I mean, maybe they'll show more of Avatar. Um, obviously, it's had a recent delay. Yeah. But they might want to show some more stuff on that. Um, new Assassin's Creed, probably. Um, yeah. Can't say that interests me, but, you know, um, it'd be interesting to see what direction they take it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather... I think I think as Boxingberg said, like I'd rather have, I'd rather have EA have a showcase at this point because I think they've actually got a lot of mm. stuff that I'm interested in now. Um, you know, mm. they're kind of turning their their ship around in terms of the variation of, you know, the content that they have. So, yeah. Um, Imagine yeah, ten um, years ago saying that statement, Luke. You'd <laughs> rather see yeah. EA show rather it's than, than it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah, it's bonkers, isn't it? It just shows you how how far Ubisoft have fallen. I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, and then we've got uh, Game Awards where everybody will have a presence. Um, yeah. I think maybe we're still waiting for Nintendo to have like a proper mm. direct um, because they've not really. They've kind of it's been kind of weird what they've done this year where they've just kind of like had separate directs for different titles. Yeah, and then yeah. random drops of announcements like Bayonetta three and stuff like that in terms of like release, uh, you know, release date and new trailers. So yeah. I, I do wonder if they're actually going to have like a proper, you know, Nintendo Direct. Um, but maybe maybe they won't. I mean, I guess they don't really need to given the slate of games this year because they've got they've had a really good year, yeah. you know, in terms yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So, um, and on all of that still to come, you know, Splatoon 3 comes out next month, right? So, and then Bayonetta 3 the month after that, and then there's, there's other stuff as well. Um, yeah, and so, Nintendo had actually a pretty, pretty good year this year, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, um, I mean, kind of gone what, under what the they, radar. Actually, have they got anything left to show for for, for this year at least? Because they've had the they had the Pokemon Direct. Uh, well, yeah. the Pokemon Company had their showcase, and they had the Xenoblade Chronicles um, one. They've had Splatoon. Uh, what else? I, I guess really what we're waiting for is you know when they're going to show Breath of the Wild too. Again, we yeah. would have expected that at an E3 style, but then obviously that that was that was delayed. Yeah. So. That'll be another dedicated yeah. direct though, I think, when it like the Splatoon one and all that. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. it would it almost be a re reveal at this point for Breath of the Wild. I think it's, so. it's been it's been yeah. that long. They haven't even revealed the name of the game. So I kind of expect that to be like the closing of another direct, whether that be a main yeah. direct or whatever, and then later they'll have their own Breath of the Wild two dedicated oh, yeah. direct where they're going to a little bit more more depth, possibly yeah. a little closer yeah. to launch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, I mean, there were rumours about the Metroid Prime remaster um, coming out this year or slated for this year. Um, I guess it's possible we could still see that, although given the timing, I'd be quite surprised at this point. Um, and, I mean, they've got, they've got a lot of stuff, if you think about it, like a lot of teams um, working on stuff. But I think... They might just be happy just to see out this year, just doing their individual little directs for for other games or like um, third party publisher directs or in you know indie worlds or stuff like that. Um, I just yeah. I just don't see them doing one at this point, like a big blowout direct. I think they'll wait until next year for that, um, where, which is where you would get like your Breath of the Wild two re reveal and you know some other big stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I think like a lot of developers are actually sitting 2022 out now at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, there's really not much competition going on from other publishers. And yeah, there's just obviously uh, a lot of stuff um, that, yeah, didn't hit this year. And so you really don't have to have like this massive blowout this year you just don't um next year is a completely different story though um i feel like next year uh it's is gonna be one year that is too crowded actually um and yeah we will see uh but 2023 that's that's a very very crowded year yeah to say the least yeah i mean we just had the delay for hogwarts legacy i think you were looking forward to that as well weren't you boxberger yeah you, you were quite quite excited for that. actually actually yeah i i was kind of disappointed about that uh honestly i i know we're we, we all expected it uh, to some degree because like every game that hasn't uh, gotten an uh, a um release really date sorry. by now is probably gonna get a uh, a delay yeah so um it, it didn't come as a surprise but yeah I'm, I'm missing this you know this one big blockbuster that is gonna keep me busy through the holidays um i know there are a couple of games coming out but most of them are like shorter games a blake tail is a 10 15 hour game yeah um high on life also 10 to 15 hours and um i know people always tell me about their backlog but if I'm completely honest with you guys, I don't really have a big backlog. Like the games that are in my backlog right now, 
they are in there for a reason. Uh, I never had the urge to start them, and that's, that also tells you something about that game uh, or those games. So, yeah, um, you know what I mean? Um, it's yeah, and I, I know what you. I do know what you mean because I guess everyone's always wanted something shiny and new to play. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. you know, your backlog could be 150 games long, but you know, if if or when, as an example, God of War comes out later this year, you know, you're going to play that immediately. And, Absolutely. You know, your backlog Absolutely. will stay and stays like your backlog. Two, so two weeks later, I'll be done. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Um, hmm. um, I mean, there's... I, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and and usually we have these big RPGs that take you like hundred hours or so. Yeah, uh, and and they are gonna keep you busy for for a while, uh, and that's what's missing this year uh, for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, on on the on the Xbox front, if you're a fan of GRPGs, there's a couple of what I expect to be meaty games coming to Xbox. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's your jam box, Zumberger. <laughs> um, but we got oh, Soul Hackers be- too coming out late, yeah. later this month. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. And then Persona Five, obviously, is coming to Game Pass in October or something. So, you know, they're they're two meaty games to say the least. That I think will mm. uh, keep keep people busy if you're into that that style. I know, I know a lot of people aren't maybe that big on on that style of game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I like JRPGs. I do, but not all of them. They they are really good <laughs> ones, and they're really yeah. bad ones. So, with JRPGs, I'm always usually having mixed feelings. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just don't know yet. Um, but I feel like 2022 is gonna be empty for me, at least towards the end. Um, so when we're talking Christmas break, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be much for me, to be honest. Yeah, well, hopefully, kind of, hopefully there's some surprises. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Pause you, no, I, I kind of feel the opposite, actually, for, like, for yeah, me. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I think already, like, for me, it's been a, a really great year. Um, mm. there's, there's been a lot of really great stuff. But I, I get that now, I mean, not so much now in August, but maybe june-ish there's always a bit of a lull it's kind of the summer down gaming period so there wasn't a huge amount then but there was still stuff that kept me busy then like i look to the rest of the year and like you know um there's there's a ton of games for me that i'm really interested like cult of the lamb which is just released we'll talk about that shortly yeah um rollerdrome is coming out this month Mm. Um, which looks great. Um, and then, like, in terms of big games, you know, obviously God of War, um, Last of Us Part 1 remake, that's controversial, I know, but, like, for me, I'm really excited about that. Um, Splatoon 3, I'll put tons of hours into that. I'll put tons and tons of yeah. hours into it. Um, Bayonetta 3, obviously, that's probably going to be quite a short game, but that's fine. Like, I'm not in a place where I really need a 100-hour game at this point. In fact, the opposite, you know, like, the shorter, the better, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, Overwatch 2 is coming out in October, early access. So again, I'll, I'll put loads of time into that. Callisto Protocol, you know, there's there's tons of other indies coming out this year as well. So I think it's it's still yeah. pretty stacked, even with the big AAA delays. Um, you know, I might even coming out this month as well. Immort- yeah, that got delayed. Like Playstation Requiem, yeah. like there's, there's a lot of stuff um, uh, that's coming. Curse to Golf, Tinykin, I think yep. that's still they're, they're yep, all still coming right. out this year. Yeah, Tiny so, as well. 
Yeah, time easier. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, this, this, I think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff, but I think this is like, I think for a lot of people, the thing I find, and not, not you, Archimedes, but I think the thing I find with some people that say that is they they just tend to play one platform or or kind of restrict themselves mm. as to the games they play. So I think your perspective is that you want something like a you really wanted something like Starfield to come out yeah. this year to be like, <laughs> that, yeah. that's that's the impression yeah. I get. Yeah. Really, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I want that kind of game. I want, yeah. I want a Starfield. Yeah, yeah. I want a Harry Potter. I want yeah. one of the, these big shiny games. And the only one that is coming out this year is God of War Ragnarok. Super excited for that. But that's like a week. And after yeah, that, sure. I have a Plague yeah, Tale. Yeah. It's a week. High on Life is a week. And if I put yeah. like the games I'm really excited about, they are going to keep me busy for a good month or so. Yeah, and yeah. then that's yeah. it. And especially during the Christmas break and so on, I have an increased demand of game time. You know, like <laughs> um, <laughs> your peak for gaming. So, um, and and that's just missing this year. Usually, the the Christmas time is the time where I clean out the small backlog that I have, uh, which is basically the games I didn't get to play uh, that released over the year, and um, yeah. I I just uh, this year it's it's not gonna happen. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna have like I I actually have the feeling like for the first time in a very very long time I mean like twenty years or so I'm kind of running out of games to play, and yeah. And it's not because I'm limiting myself, but because I play a lot, of course, and there's just not much <laughs> coming anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. At least oh, that I, I mean... want to play. Yeah, I think that's fair. Indy, what, what, what do, I know you kind of yeah. uh, go to go to my side more than anything. And obviously, I think if you look at the year uh, as it's been and as it will be for the rest of the year for mm. indie games, it's actually been a, a fantastic awesome. year. Yeah. yeah, really good. Definitely, yeah. It's been an amazing year for sure. Um, and for me, I just like, um, you know, everyone's entitled to their own viewer and everyone has their own particular game that they play whatever it might be but yeah for me i feel like i'm always trying to catch up with the i'm never never i can never you know play all of the games that i want to play essentially there's so many awesome releases coming um all the time you know like just august alone has just has got a massive amount in just this month <laughs> it's just impossible to get to all of them you know like midnight fight express cult of the lamb as we just you know we reeled off like roller drone loads and loads coming this month tiny can you I, I won't go into all of them and bore you but like it's um a crazy amount in one month and that's just one month if you see what i'm saying uh so yeah but um for me like yeah just i, I was spoiled for it all in my opinion um but yeah, like Cult of the Lamb's been one of the games I've been looking forward to all year. I highly recommend checking that out, Boxenberger. If you like Hades, then definitely check it out. It's got um, an extra element to it. We'll get to, into the main talk about that in a minute, so I won't go into it. But yeah, it's an awesome game. Uh, but yeah, highly recommended. And um, yeah, for me, like it's just impossible to ever keep up with it all, to be honest. But I know what you're saying. You want a sort of meaty AAA and, and things yeah. like that. See, the thing, um, I, I know you're super into indies, and it's not that I don't play indies. Uh, on the contrary, but like after i play three indie games i need a sh big shiny blockbuster I, it's just and i need that and i don't get that this year and that's what's yeah it's kind of a bummer so um what a, what about um <laughs> gotham knights oh yeah 
Because uh, that's but I still. Have a, I've heard, I have a very strong feeling that this is going to get delayed as well. Yeah. Well, it's locked. It looks. It looks. Yeah, it looks like exactly. it needs one. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I'm all pro delays. Um, it's yeah. just like. I also feel kind of bad for the developers um, next year because next year is too crowded. And I have no doubt that a lot of fantastic games are just going to get buried next year. Like uh, you guys mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Benedict Fox. This is a perfect example. That That's a game where I have no doubt that this is, is going to get buried, buried next year. Um, in between all these major AAA releases, a game like that just won't won't stand a chance when you have like a Starfield and a Diablo and and all these kind of games uh, coming at the sa very same time. Uh, Suicide Squad and 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 um, so yeah, I know games need delays, um, but it's yeah also like especially the smaller games that don't have a, a like a name attached to them like. Um, like a Harry Potter, yeah, uh, they, they they will definitely have a problem next year. I mean, but there's going to be delays next year as well, Boxenberg, and no doubt, you know, yes. some of the games that are currently scheduled, even some of the games that have been delayed from this yeah. year may be delayed sure. further. You know, games quite regularly get two mm -hmm. or three delays, um, so it's very possible that some of the games that are scheduled for early in 2023 are late, and then maybe some of the games that are late 2023 end up getting pushed into 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Out of interest, box player, what was your what was your big meaty game last Christmas? Uh, what was it last Christmas? Uh, Halo was definitely the big yeah. meaty, and Age of Empires four. Uh, I yeah. just started playing that at that time. Um, mm. So yeah, what else? I'm missing one. I'm planking on it right now. Ah. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, you had you had a yeah. couple at least at last year. I had a couple now. of so that, games. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what you're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think that probably takes us nicely a little bit onto uh, um, uh, the, I guess, Luke and Indies, one of your most anticipated releases of of, of the year, Luke. Um, I know you've been yeah. playing it um, on your shiny Steam Deck, which uh, will not make. <laughs> Mr. Indie Gamer jealous at all, <laughs> I suppose. We did see a couple of requests to, for you to, to flash it up on cam. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw that. I, just, I actually, yeah, just, I don't actually have it with me. It's in another room right now. It's, oh, uh, it's got its own room position. now. Yeah. Fucking while we're the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually got a nice, uh, a nice little dock for it, as in not a uh, just a display dock. So it kind of just sits nice. there at the moment, waiting. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Cult of the Lamb, uh, and I think it's you know it's it seems to have launched to really great critical reception. Um, yeah. I think as well, you know, just in the Twitter sphere bubble, um, everybody seems really positive on it. I've only played a couple of hours, um, so I kind of just got a bit past the demo area essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's a great, it's a really great game, um, just from those couple of hours, and uh, I think it's such a cool game because it's almost kind of two games in one. It's kind of doing two yeah. different things. So, and and I think this is what really makes it quite unique and quite enjoyable. 
um, because you know you you have essentially kind of dungeon crawler roguelite type game on the one hand mm-hmm. it's heavily action based um, and then on the other hand there's kind of this like almost Animal Crossing esque town building sim um, which mm-hmm. is essentially building your cult. Um, and the two kind of interweave and you can do things in one and not do things in the other and you can kind of go back and forth and kind of see how much you want to balance those two or, or not. So um, I think that's, funnily enough, it's kind of one of those meaty games. You know, I, I don't think yeah. it's going to last 100 hours, but it's it's kind of one of those games that you could actually make last a long time and I think it's really enjoyable for it. So I know, Indy, you've not had too much of a chance to, to play it. Have you played anything but, so far of it i'm yeah. still still waiting for it yeah no i have um like it's been put on a bit slightly hold because of the old uh as i say wasn't me feeling too good uh but <laughs> i played today um pretty pretty similar to the amount you've played really um so yeah a few hours worth um and yeah a bit beyond the um demos worth kind of thing uh definitely there were some interesting bits that got introduced uh after that i thought was really interesting and cool uh i enjoyed um by the way uh starting my cults and also i've been naming them uh luke scott and boxenberger <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my my people i don't know how to around. feel about that to, to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't know if i should be offended or i should be pleased <laughs> no no it's all good it's funny watching you guys walking around working for me it's, it's pleasurable <laughs> so you just you just made us uh, made us your little little bitches in in your yeah. cult too exactly yeah so it's great as luke alludes to you know that that area of the game with the animal crossing style thing where you're building your cult you You've got like a like a settlement and you build up um like a temple and you have to get people to sort of like chop down trees for you and you have to cook dinners and stuff for people to keep them um happy and stuff like that and that bit of the game is actually really well done in my opinion uh both bits are actually really well done as well the uh, combat elements are really super slick as well as luke i'm sure will have uh, tested out both sides of it but uh you know for me i don't play a lot of uh, those styles of games where i'm building you know uh settlements and stuff like that and uh, animal crossing style games they're not really my usual um so like stardew valley or whatever uh yeah so it's actually i'm really enjoying that part of it i really quite like that and it's um, maybe going to introduce me to play more of those styles of games as well if you see what i mean uh, i think it's a nice thing like luke said it is two games in one you definitely feel like there is Uh, quite a big element where you are building that side of it Uh, some cool things where you have to sort of like uh, like I say keep your people happy but at the same time you do these like sermons and stuff and sort of like um, take them into this like altar and and instill them with like uh, you know basically judge them up get them get them all like psychopathic I guess and get them to basically worship you and uh, like, I won't, like I say only a couple hours in but uh, it's all about uh, building that up making the um, making the cult bigger and bigger and the more you do that you get points and things called divine worship and you can uh, then apply that to your abilities as well so when you go out and uh, take on the bosses or whatever it is you're getting more and more sort of like ability points and like uh, health points and stuff like that uh, so yeah just a very well balanced game these roguelikes and roguelites are you know sort of live or die by the the whole balancing of all the um, different 
aspects to it and it feels like it's super well balanced and they feel very satisfying i always say satisfaction in these types of games where you're getting different currencies building up the cult or building up whatever it is in that type of game uh feels feels just right and it feels super slick to do the combat and it feels very satisfying building the settlement area too so yeah really loving it actually <laughs> yeah i guess with games that maybe um um go between a couple of genres in DS. There's sometimes maybe a fear that one of them is maybe a little bit underwhelming or maybe sometimes two, both of them are maybe just um, average or, or maybe uh, less so because they, they've had a kind of balance between the two genres. I assume that's not the case yeah. here. It sounds like no, they've, they've, they've kind of nailed so both not. elements. Yeah, absolutely. I felt, like I say, I need a little bit in. I'm going to finish going to be playing more later. Um, but yeah, like it definitely feels like they're nailing both. And like I say, it's almost surprised me how much I'm loving that side of it, which I thought it was, I was just going to be all about the combat and yeah. wanting to get out and just fight all the time, which is absolutely awesome. But uh, the, the most time I've spent so far is actually in in the uh, camp basically building it up so far and it's just fun chopping down the trees getting people to do it for you like getting luke to uh, cook a dinner for me is nice <laughs> and all that sort of stuff but yeah no it's just good and you can like get them to worship the um the altar thing or something i can't remember I've, like i said, I only just set that, that stuff up where i've purchased new things but you like i say uh, i don't know how far you've got with regards to that luke have you built your um your like altar bit where you can walk inside it and then do a sermon have you done that in yours uh, you muted there, Luke Met. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, not yet, not yet. Oh, okay, cool. That um, bit's super fun. You're gonna love that. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, like I said, you obviously you get the um, get your abilities through that, and it seems very like um, symbiotic between the two different parts of the game. So you're sort of um, really powering up, fry doing all that stuff, so you can then go out and be more of a beefy fighter in the in the other side of the game where you go out to uh, then take on the bosses and stuff like that. Um, I've taken down one boss yeah. so far. It actually feels quite, um, so far, a little bit easy, maybe. There is a difficulty settings in this game, by the way, which is quite unusual for roguelikes. Um, there's, you can choose, um, I think it's easy, medium, hard, or the top one, I think, might be unlocked after you complete it, potentially. Uh, I chose medium, actually, but I might actually push that up to hard because at the moment, I didn't take any damage, I don't think, at all on my first, like, run essentially but before i pop back to camp i don't know about yourself luke um do you find it quite quite straightforward on that on the combat side of things or yeah it is it is yeah it's not yeah. it's not like super challenging or anything like that yeah uh, not not I'm that like, it needs to be but no no exactly um, and we're only like to be honest i have played the demo and then played that bit again so yeah. it might make it a bit easier in that sense to be honest so but yeah i might bump it up to the old hard and see but yeah it's it's super well done the art style is absolutely stunning uh, the music's wonderful. It's got so much charm uh, to it. The, all the characters is great. You can you can customize your characters as well. So you'll what you'll do is you'll sort of um, recruit these uh, characters, and they'll so it's one of one of the ones is where I beat the boss, and then it's a massive boss, and then it turns into a little cute sort of uh, like character basically and he's all like oh don't kill me and all this stuff uh, you know what i mean after he's been a big boss after you've like taken him down and then then you, he says uh, like oh you know please don't kill me uh, i will abide by your cult or whatever and you take him back then to the other part of the world 
and then you get to customize them once once you've done that too and choose the colors and different uh looks so i tried to make luke look like a cat as much as possible because nice. <laughs> nice. i hate you like cats. <laughs> but yeah no, it's just cool i like that side of it like i said i didn't think i would be enjoying that part of the game as much as i am uh, but it's yeah, very fun, and um, it's a bit like Spiritfarer almost. Do you have you you know played these sort of like those elements in Spiritfarer where you're doing the cooking and you're doing the chopping and then building, uh, sort of like growing the plants and the and the, all that sort of stuff to cook with. It feels a bit yeah. like that the way it's that satisfying to do. Uh, I think it's well done in that game as well. Yeah, nice. agreed. I think it's actually. Oh, go ahead, Scott. No, no, go, go for it, Luke. Uh, I was just going to say, I think actually one of the things that I compared it to in my own head, and it's not quite like this, but the flow of the game is quite similar and the kind of addictive nature of it for me is is actually something like XCOM. Oh, um, wow, right. Where you've got, you know, these two disparate um, modes almost, but they're they're interlinking. And yep. um, it's really fun doing both of them, whether you're, yep. you know, in XCOM, you're either at the command base building that up using resource or you're on the field mm. doing all the combat stuff. It's it's the same thing yep. here, um, just in a different way. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it, I have a lot of fun. And actually, I just I just got this for you. Just, Indy, here we go. Get it in there. Oh, so that's what it Get it in Nice, nice, nice. And uh, just that, so just that just menu screen alone. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I loved it. I love it. Uh, mine will hopefully be here soon before I uh, get... <laughs> yeah, everyone seems to be getting one, as we said before. <laughs> and it's just uh, my one's still on pre-order. But there we go. <laughs> um, but that menu screen alone is just stunning, isn't it? I know it sounds weird, but it just looks beautiful, doesn't it, the game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I played yeah, the just, demo it's on Steam. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> the one thing that I remember from that demo was just how it looked i remember luke yeah. specifically saying that the colors uh pop um yeah. this was before i played it and now when i played it i really understood what what he meant because yeah. even on my monitor which isn't fancy it's not hdr or anything like that like the yep. colors in particular did did re did really pop so um i've not picked it up yet I'd, i hope to pick maybe pick that up a little bit later this this year but <laughs> kind of going back early conversation my backlog's like maybe too big where it's kind of like i don't really right. want to add to it i'm in like i was really wanted to pick up spider-man on pc right. this past yep, yep. week but um uh i've just you know i've got god of war i've got final fantasy 7 remake still um, i've got horizon still to play yeah. that i thought right i'm not i'm not adding not adding <laughs> yeah. anymore to 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 that backlog so maybe a bit yeah. later for that awesome awesome yeah it should definitely honestly i think it, i'm really gonna grow to love it i mean i've already loving it but like I'm, i wanted to try and figure out just how epic it is it really is if you see what i mean like because this this has got potential to be definitely in the game of the year conversation at least on indie game of the year but i, I think potentially or even maybe overall yeah. um but yeah i mean i don't know how luke feels about that but i definitely think in the for the indie game of the year it could could be uh, it could be that yeah box bear is this a yeah. game that you were maybe interested in, in checking out mate Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have it on my playlist. Uh, however, uh, I need to overcome my addiction of Age of Empires first. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but um, I actually have it on my radar, um, and it, it looks fantastic. Uh, can't wait to check it out. 
Nice. Yeah. If you yeah. if you like obviously like Age of Empires building the bases and all that sort of stuff, you'll probably really love the element uh, to the that the game has in it, you know, with, mm. with that style of thing. And then you've got yeah. the Hades mixed in there too, basically, which is just a great combination. <laughs> which is always good, <laughs> you know. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, if you're going to sell a game to Boxenberger and you call it Age of Empires mixed with Hades, it's yeah, quite an it, unusual combination. <laughs> but you, yeah, you, you've got oh, You've got me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, it's cool. Like, you, like, I haven't played a game like that for so long. Like, say, it felt like I was pl back playing uh, Command and Conquer. When you like build, you get it built, and then you sort of like move it where you want it on the grid, and it turns green where you can place it, and it's red. Where, you know that kind of thing where you choose to put your your yeah. structure and all that sort of stuff. It just reminded me when I was playing Command and Conquer some back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Indy, what what animal is Boxenberger? I don't know what he is. He's the kind. Of, he's actually the weirdest looking one, actually. Sorry oh. about that. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted everyone to have a unique look, and that was the only other option. <laughs> I don't know if like it's a compliment or. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're you're individual and unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're like I think you're green or something, and you've uh, got a bit of brain poking through. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <dear>. to... <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's cool. I just like you walk up to there, you can have a look, and their name pops up. The one I'm going to carry on naming them from people in the community, I think. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like at the moment, I've only got three in the uh, cult, which is not very uh, big, obviously. But I think the more you obviously play it, you're going to grow and grow. I just can't wait to see how it sort of scales up and stuff. Um, yeah, it's just a very interesting game with so much character. Um, yeah, excited play more of it but yeah i want to get out and obviously take on some more bosses as well but sometimes you feel like you just uh, want to look after the cult and because obviously if there, there's things like if you um don't look after and they can die and then that can have a bad effect of the rest of the cult and stuff like that and if you don't if they die you have to bury them and stuff if you see what i mean and then that can stop disease spreading and stuff there's little things like that uh but yeah and obviously feeding them uh i fed a funny thing i fed luke a little meal and straight away did a did a crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that indicative of usual behaviour, Luke? Yeah, you? that's just <laughs> in real life. It's typical life yeah. Just, yeah, literally, he ate it. He did a funny face and straight away <laughs> left a uh, pile on the floor for me. <laughs> so that was lovely. Yeah. Well, if you guys are going out for some food when he's meet DGX, just make sure there's a toilet nearby. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> definitely a good plan. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, it's great. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, look, looking forward to looking forward to, to checking that out uh, eventually, uh, hopefully. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I'm kind of uh, opposite of Boxberg a little bit, like you guys. Where it's kind of like everything. I've just, I've almost got too much, and then kind of go through phases where I can't really be asked to play a single player game. So I play multiplayer games a lot. Um, and that that yeah. often side sidetracks me a bit. I've, I've been playing, as you can see on the foot, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves recently since yeah. the last season came out. I'm re really, really enjoying that. So awesome. Yeah. Um, Luke, do we have a special segment this week? Bearing in mind who we've got on the show. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you know which you know which you know which special segment you introduced a couple of weeks ago. Special sauce. <laughs> special sauce. The special the special oh, so sauce segment. The sauce that's, as well here. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the rated R segment. Um, no, I, I I do not have a PCMR um, segment. <laughs> oh. um, I, I wish I did. 
Um, but the PC gaming news world is is just not um, it's 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 not that uh, interesting most of the time. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah, no, nothing. Uh, we're we're still waiting for the 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 four thousand series, I think, from Nvidia. Um, should be very soon, actually. So when that happens, there will be a a dedicated PCMR segment. Um, to tell you that uh, your electricity bills are about to get even higher uh, when you're yeah. doing all of these things. So, um, yeah. That's good. Uh, we'll keep, we'll have to keep that in mind for, for a, for a future show. Yeah, we might have to get Boxberger yeah. and Indy back on for, for, for that one as well. Oh, uh, that's um, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, did we want to touch on the whole... Dare, dare, dare we touch on the whole Xbox, <laughs> PlayStation, Brazil, regulator things? Um, Boxberg, I know you covered it on mm. on your show on 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 Thursday. Um, <laughs> it's all a bit of a mess. Everything's been taken too far, but uh, I think it's worthwhile at least, I guess, touching on it before we before we we wrap we wrap up the show. So, um, look, as the obviously the resident legal expert on 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 the show. Um, can you recall exactly what's gone on? What what shit storms come up because of the Brazilian regulators this this past week? Uh, I think vaguely. Um, and I, I'm again sorry because I'm not as up to date on this as, as maybe it's maybe Boxenberger is mm. having covered it. But um, from what I've seen, uh, again, there's just been responses. Um, uh, I think from Microsoft uh, at this point uh, earlier in the week, or it might have been late yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, to the Brazilian regulator about uh, specifically in respect of um, third parties' uh, opinions to be given to the regulator, although in particular, obviously, in relation to Sony's opinion. Um, yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, Microsoft's, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Boxenberg, but I think Microsoft's general, um, the general gist of, of what they've been saying is that. Um, you know, uh, things about, you know, Sony's um, business mechanics, let's say, uh, in terms of what they're doing in the industry, um, exclusive games, which is obviously one of the things that Sony touched on themselves. Um, I think the most, uh, well, (laughs) the the most salacious slash not salacious element come out of this for different reasons was the the bit about um, Microsoft talked about Sony paying um, publishers, developers, um, for, uh, what they term blocking rights. So effectively yeah. Sony saying, you know, don't, don't put X game on, on game pass or a competing subscription service. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess there's been a lot of talk about that. I've got my own opinions on it. Um, yeah, I, I you know, I don't know, Boxenberg, what, what, I know you covered it. So yeah, yeah. What, what's kind of been your, your view of it all? I think at this point, I'm getting slightly sick of it, uh, just overall, but um, but it's still <laughs> I think interesting. We all want this. I think we all want this. Um, this be over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, um, no, I think honestly, like, I I really don't touch on the on these whole console world things, but sometimes there there is just stuff happening where where I have to say, well. I just don't get it. And this was one of these things where I just didn't get Sony. Um, it's, I, I get competition and I get that they are in a competitive market and um, that they want to do their business. But there were just so many things, well, wrong about uh, this entire thing. Um, 
and yeah it, so to me it it is like well if you have a sony sony was like for many years like oh we don't believe service we want to value in that we want to we want to play old games, all these kind of uh, things they've touched on. And now we are seeing that um, Sony started this generation as um, with uh, by increasing the game prices, um, which is something I I don't want any company to be able to do that. You have the, like, the market cap to, to actually do to increase like the game price at the beginning of a generation and now this entire thing comes down to well the discussion of value and i just don't see that sony is trying to provide their customers more value at the moment they rather try to provide like exclusive content but i don't have a benefit from from exclusive content so me as a gamer i, I just don't have that um, and, and that's where it comes down to right now. Um, Sony is obviously trying to lock stuff behind a paywall, um, and they are not they are not trying to make their platform of service like more valuable for for the customers. That's not what they are doing. They're just trying to lock other content off, and I think that doesn't look good for them. Um, it, it just doesn't shine a good light on them and and their business practices and well that's basically the entire presentation of their and who tries to so, lock sorry boxberger mate you cut you cutting in a little bit cutting in and out a little bit there mate i'm yeah. not no, not too, not too sure it's why. It's, it's like it's like, it's like you keep going yeah. underwater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're ducking, you're going, you're going for some, you're doing some press okay. stroke while you're podcasting. Fanboy <laughs> fishing. Know, That's what you're doing. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, weird. Uh, no idea. It's okay why? right now. I was gonna say it's a bit, it's okay, bit, so bit it's, better. Though. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's an it's an interesting conversation to have because it all comes down to well, how do you want to to lure new customers into your ecosystem and that that's just a fund, fundamental difference right now in between the different um, platform holders and i think like that's why this is such an interesting conversation to have, mm. to have. um yeah um at the at the uh, end of this week uh, i don't think that sony's was aware that this could be such a big backlash for them because it was really like everyone was complaining about this. Um, and that's that's interesting to see to me. Um, because, yeah, it just felt the story of how these two companies approach this generation and we see a fundamental difference there. Yeah. Yeah, I think in, in terms of what... <laughs> The, so the, I guess the the specifics of the, this week, and and you do you raise an interesting point, Boxenberger. Is I guess the the whole argument over the past couple of weeks has been uh, essentially the subject of Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Originally, Sony yeah, came exactly. out and said that um, it would take years and and such a significant financial investment for a competing service. Um, I think they specifically referenced Brazil, where Xbox have approximately seventy eighty percent of the market due to Game Pass already. Yeah. Um, and 
um, Microsoft's response was essentially, um, <laughs> so what? More, more yeah. or less. Um, you know, they, they obviously um, spoke about how Sony were the only company who had sort of negative um, responses to it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, at the same time, of course they are. You know, they also spoke to Google, Amazon, Ubisoft. Yeah. None of them are necessarily going to care. It doesn't, it doesn't impact them um, re- realistically. Um, yeah. obviously Sony are, obviously Sony are gonna are gonna care um I don't think there's any any surprises there um yeah they are the direct competitor it's a platform other platform holders um would probably have also kind of like these stronger feelings about this uh, I agree there of course yeah and I guess the the main thing that's been spawned about this past week has been uh, Microsoft's sort of um response regarding how Sony have previously um uh kept content off other consoles, which is, I guess, Sony's point. No, if Microsoft owned Activision Blizzard, um, uh, obviously they refer to Call of Duty being uh, like a, a gaming category by itself, um, yeah. then that obviously wouldn't be good for for, for competition, which I think they, they, they've got a, every right to say. But then, you know, Microsoft quite rightly responded that, you know, Sony have kept um, content off other platforms, and I believe they specifically referenced Final Fantasy VII Remake yeah. um, in one of the in one of the documents. A lot of it was redacted, um, and then um, in the most recent revelations, which to be fair wasn't a revelation. We've known this since the Capcom leaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The big explosive argument, dare I say, and where everyone's been saying Microsoft fires back and, and Sony yeah. like it's a like it's a fucking fight or something. Um, uh, is the fact that they, they claim that Sony um, basically pays to keep content off, off Game Pass, and I guess well, the- and that was actually revealed um, this week. They claimed that, and uh, then a couple of contracts with third-party publishers actually leaked this week. Well, it previously the, leaked. It, it yeah. leaked a while a while back. Boxingberg. It's a it was village like, contract, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The so the, the big Capcom leaks uh, last year, I think that was yeah. now, wasn't it, Luke? Yeah. If, I, if I remember yeah, rightly, yeah, it, it was last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it was a kind of a big talking point then because yeah, one of the points is look, if we've got this marketing rights with you, um, you cannot put your game on a competing subscription service for the next twelve months. And there's more in there where um, if they did get an offer um, from, obviously they were referring to Game Pass, um, but obviously it was vague um, that. Sony essentially had first refusal, so they would have to go to Sony and say, "Look, we've had this offer from Microsoft. Do you want to match it?" And then they could they they could match it. Um, I think at the time, a lot of people were just like, "Yeah, I guess that's just a standard marketing contract." You know, <laughs> the, the the publisher yeah. doesn't have to agree to it um, if they if they don't want to, and they're happy to take Sony's money from a marketing perspective. So. Um, yeah, it, it it did seem to me to get blown way out of proportion this this past week, and and used unfortunately a lot uh, a lot for just the the console, the console was, which is um, a bit a bit of a, a bit of a shame. But look, I know you've got thoughts, mate. Um, I know you're getting a bit sick of it, but I know you've got thoughts as well, mate. So where where, where do you land on this one at the minute? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's um, I, I am I, I but. I am getting a bit sick of it. Um, I, I do think it's still interesting because it's so rare that you see this um, come out in public, this kind yeah. of regulatory back and forth, interested parties in, in a competition, not not dispute as such, but, you know, in a competition process where they are 
you know, consulted. And, and in the EU and the UK, you have this process of kind of an open consultation period. Um, but the difference being with the Brazilian regulator, it's for whatever reason, and maybe a good reason, actually, um, they, they publish all this um, uh, consultation stuff. So anything that they get in, uh, they they show you what it is, which is cool. Um, I, you know, I, I said this the other week when we talked about it, but um, I, I guess... You know, when if, if you're an interested party in, in this, in, in the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger, like Sony are, in the sense of they are essentially Microsoft's biggest platform holder competitor, um, of course you're going to have a negative slant on this. It would be, frankly, astonishing if you didn't, if you just wrote back. And, and bear in mind that the Brazilian regulator went out and asked very specific questions of, of everyone. Um, you know, every interested party, whether it's Ubisoft or Sony or whomever, had the same questions asked. Um, so that, and you know, they've provided responses to that. And obviously, Sony were the most negative because, of course, they're going to be. Um, you're not yeah. going to say, yeah, everything's hunky dory. Um, we're really happy with it. Obviously not. Um, and I think what people don't realize is that when, well, you know, when you're going into a competition, um, process and you're speaking to regulators one of the most important things you have to do is kind of define the market that you're that you think there's a competition concern in because it's on the parties that are uh, part of the competition you know the merger itself that actually have to go and figure out what is the market and i think sony's response is to try was to try and again obviously define the market in very specific terms to make that look unfavorable to microsoft and of course microsoft's you know, responses to that were to say, oh, no, no, the, the real market, you know, the market is just games, just games, you know, all games compete for engagement um, uh, for, for players, etc. So, and that's kind of standard stuff you would do in that process. Like it's not, it's not particularly salacious or unusual. Um, and I guess, you know, the, the weird thing this week for me has been all the stuff about the, you know, the blocking right stuff, because as, as, People have said that was known from the the village contract that leaked, um, and it's such a standard marketing commercial contract provision. It astonishes me that people sit there and go, "This." I've seen people literally say, "I think I replied to one of them on Twitter." This oh, is illegal. You, that, that was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't, like don't this is illegal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, you know that's uh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, it it this sort of stuff is illegal. No, it's not. No, it's not. Like I I get like if you wanna if you wanna lambast Sony's arguments, you know, in terms of what they're saying, and bear in mind they didn't. You know, they never said don't. You know, we don't think the merger should go ahead. They just answered the questions that they were given. If you want to lambast their position on stuff, I think that's totally fine because you can disagree with how they define a market or what they think should be done or X, Y, and Z, and, and similarly for Microsoft. But I think then when people are like digging into these contracts and you know see standard commercial provisions and go, oh, this must, you know, this is illegal, this is really bad, um, you know, it's it's anti anti consumer. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not at all. It's two businesses. Remember that Capcom are a party to this. It's not a unilateral contract. It's not as if Sony have gone, here you go, sign that, and Capcom have gone, oh, of course, Sony. Like, it's, you know, th these are things that are really common 
across all in right refusal clauses, for example, which is this whole kind of controversial one, this blocking rights term in a in the publishing or marketing contract. It's really common across different industries, not just gaming. Um, so I, I think what I'm getting sick of at the moment is, you know, the kind of weird responses that people have or the weird emotional engagement that people have with this stuff. Um, you shouldn't be emotionally invested in this at all. If you want to discuss it, that's fine. And if you want to defer to people who have like, and I'm not, you know, big in my own ego up here, but like have experience with this stuff and say, what do you think about this? What's your view? Or like me, Hoglaw or other people, you know, I think that's really great. It's when people then, you know, just think that X means Y when they have no idea what it means or they, they don't really know anything about this, but they, they're having an emotional kind of fanboy response to this stuff. Um, so I think that's those are my thoughts on it. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm, it'd be great when this is all over, to be honest, um, because it's just <laughs> getting it's getting tiring watching the mental gymnastics that people go through to to you know defend one platform holder or another or insult one platform holder or another. Yeah. Um, when people shouldn't really care about this, because ultimately, you know, what I find the most ironic thing about all of this is none of this will make any difference to the merger. It will go through. Like there is no question about that. Um, it's going to go straight. Like it doesn't make a difference whether you, in, you know, whether you, you don't have to go out and bash Sony to think that that's going to help the merger go through, or that you know there needs to be some information out there to help that. You don't need to do that. Yeah. It will happen anyway. And likewise, if you're on the other side, nothing you say is going to make any difference. So shut up. So and, you know that's not like talk about it and have an interesting debate about it, but just don't don't have an emotional, you know, weird fanboy response. I think that's my yeah. main message. I think that's the biggest um, takeaway for, for me, Luke. Uh, going back to one of the earlier points that you mentioned, which is obviously it was interesting that this stuff was made public. Um, I, I agree to an extent that it's interesting that this sort of thing is available to, to the public because the gaming industry is so secretive in general. So getting a peek behind the curtain uh, in, in any aspect um, of the industry is often um, interesting. But the consequence of that is you effectively get the idiots um, who then take it and start using it for arguments or fanboy wars or, or, or whatever. Um, and I, I said this when this when the initial responses came, came back um, when this kind of first started becoming public. Um, just just remember, this is a trillion dollar company versus a billion dollar company or a multi-billion dollar company um, fighting over money. Like, <laughs> effectively is what, what it comes down to. So you don't necessarily want to run the risk of losing a significant resource, um, uh, sorry, financial uh, revenue stream. And uh, Microsoft obviously want to become a stronger player in the market um, so they can earn more money. That, that's something what it comes down to. So, you know, uh, I think you're right to say trying not to become too emotionally invested in these in these sorts of things because, um, yeah, it's just a bloody games console at the, at, at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. ch ch chill out. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, we're talking about, you know, in the UK, we're going to have a new prime minister in a month. That shit's real. That shit's going to impact people every single day of their lives until, until the next general election. This is just... A box upon your TV to play games, and I know that's you know uh, 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 maybe a bit flippant to say, almost in a way, because here we are on a gaming podcast talking about it. We obviously take this stuff seriously, and we obviously are passionate about it. But there's a limit uh, to how far you should take those things, and you should always um, remember <laughs> who these companies are yeah. um, when when taken aside in, in in this sort of thing. So, 
Yeah, I think that people need to remember, stripping everything away, this is a hobby. You should not have this kind yeah. of emotional response to a hobby. If you do, you have bigger problems than Microsoft <laughs> and Activision Blizzard's merger. Um, yeah. You know, you've got significant problems in your own life if you're taking a hobby this seriously. Like, by all means, look, you know, we engage on it and we we speak about it and we're passionate about it and that's great. But we don't go out and, you know, insulting others or, um, you know, just being complete weirdos. Um, I mean, maybe in dif different aspects of life, but certainly not <laughs> this one. Um, you know, we, we don't do that. And um, there, unfortunately, there are podcasts out there that, that do this and that just talk about this all the time and have these weird responses. Mm. Or, you know, tweet people on on Twitter, like, you know, execs or um, yeah. Jeff Keighley or, you know, like, or, and not specifically yeah. about this, this thing, but just other stuff. Yeah. Um, I hate when people tag like the yeah, like Phil Spencer about something like they like, go yeah. straight to him or something. It's just a cringe. Yeah, yeah. or like uh, you know, then go into weird conspiracy theories yeah. about all sorts of different stuff. Like I think that's just weird, and and sadly, more more and more people seem to do it, or at least they seem to come across my fucking timeline. So um, like, just yeah, it's. It, I think that's to me why this this thing is frustrating because it puts stuff into the public domain that is really kind of common sense um but it's not taken as that it's taken as this kind mm. of you know ongoing epic game of thrones level war um between two <laughs> companies that really don't know who you are and don't particularly care yeah. uh so stop engaging with it on that basis stop you know treat your hobby like a hobby yeah and, it, and it's all right to to um have a side in it you know i personally would like it to go through only because i want yeah. diablo to go on game pass um, exactly. not for yeah. enough not yeah. not for any other reason as a game pass subscriber i will benefit from from that acquisition so yeah. of course i want exactly. more more for, for my money but as a playstation owner i think it's fairly understandable that you'd be worried that future blizzard or activision games won't be on your platform that's that's mm. that's fine that that that's normal but it's when it's taken too far when you know and yeah, i guess so that's that's just twitter in general isn't yeah. it so yeah that's that's a lot of the fanboys in general uh honestly uh we've we've seen that uh with the entire console war discussions over the years uh people just take it way too far but i th find it interesting you brought up that argument about uh, diablo coming to game pass uh, and seeing that that's what i meant uh, about value uh and it coming yeah. The, yeah. the entire discussion comes back to how how do these companies provide us value as a customer? And I'm always saying we need if you if you look at this, um, you need to take off obviously the fanboy goggles, <laughs> but also you have to look at this as you are the customer of these companies. Yeah, you spend like a lot of money uh, of yours onto their services, onto their games, onto their ecosystem, and um, so. If you if you try to look at stuff like not from a fanboy but from a customer perspective, a lot of uh, the stuff makes sense and um, yeah. The, but you, you're absolutely right. The, the, the blind nonsense that we see from some of the fanboys is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I think it tends like for me as well. It I <laughs> I find it more weird from people who have both consoles 
Yeah. So, like, I don't get why people are so... Like, because I, I, I take your point entirely. I think, you know, you might come from a perspective where you have both consoles, for example. Yeah. And you're like, Game Pass is amazing. I love Game Pass. I wish there was something similar, like, in terms of day and day, all that kind of stuff yeah. on PlayStation. And I think that's like that's an entirely fine criticism to have. I mean, that, you know, it's it's of course. Why wouldn't someone want that? I mean, you know, if 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 Sony could give you every game that they make anyway as normal, but have it on a subscription service, of yeah. course, I'd, you know, everybody would want that. Like the practical realities of that might be very difficult for, for Sony. Obviously, not Microsoft because they can just pump money into it nonstop and they don't really care. Yeah. Um, but I, I do find it strange when, when people like have both consoles and they have the best of both worlds and yet they're still kind of super favorable fanboyish towards one console in particular. And then kind of there's these jibes that come out and snidey mm. comments. And I, like, I just, what, I, I don't get, I like, I just fundamentally, I don't get that mentality. Um, but I, I do think it's fine to engage with like genuine criticism of a company and just go, oh, yeah, you know, I wish absolutely. I wish X would have Y. That's absolutely fine. It's just yeah, when it goes that's... to this weird level. Yeah, no doubt. Indy, do you have any particular thoughts on on the whole thing? I kind of get the sense that you're the guy that maybe just doesn't give a shit and wants them both yeah. to shut up and yeah, exactly. just get on with it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Probably. I mean, I some I don't understand it how, but um, somehow I've managed to not really see any of this on my Twitter feed. I don't know. <laughs> Looking at you, man. I think, it's a good place to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I don't like really getting involved in any of this sort of stuff. Really, just um, my feed's uh, full of great people most of the time. I never really see any crap on my. I hear people slagging off Twitter all the time where they see shit on there and that, but somehow I, I seem to see a lot of positivity on my own. Great people like yourselves and also like I follow a lot of indie devs and stuff so it's full of all that sort of thing so maybe that helps me uh, keep it uh, positive on there. But yeah, I mean, you know, I can't can't trump any, anything what you've just said anyway. You've got great takes. Luke's obviously super knowledgeable and knows it, the inside knowledge on it, but you've all been fantastic on it so i'll just say fanboy wars is not for me to chime in on really yeah so apologies i'll just leave it at that if that's all right <laughs> I, th I think that's a that's a great way to end it to be fair more, more people should be like that shouldn't they um yeah i think the yeah. problem is, is luke luke mentioned it is even if you try to escape it sometimes it's hard like yeah when these things happen it's actually a good time to have a little bit of a following uh yeah. on twitter but then you've got the retweets or then you've got the youtube thumbnails um and you know yeah i think i think the difficulty is is uh, in a lot of cases well you've got people who have whether it be careers or part-time careers or you know significant investment um where they've unfortunately got to go down the clickbait route you know and there's, yeah, been, there's exactly. been a few That's people who have yeah. used have used that language and True. when you listen to what they're saying it comes across a lot better but they've got to use that sort of language because that's unfortunately the reality of yeah. getting clicks yeah. views that's um, true, yeah. and how, how the algorithm works um Mm, so that's exactly, which, which, point, which is yeah. a bit, bit of a bit of a shame uh, but that that's you know you could say that about any news cycle that's not just games that's anything that's right. in the world that's unfortunately true. yep that's absolutely right yeah yeah it's a bit of a shame when yeah, people lower themselves to those tactics but you know because and with clickbait and stuff or whatever it might be or like you know hot topics and stuff there is you know there's a right way to do it and then there's a 
a low way and you know yeah, there's a difference <laughs> if you know what i mean like uh, it's yeah, all right having yeah. a, a, a topic which you think people are going to engage with and it's a great discussion and and a clickbait uh, title or whatever it might be is a good thing as well it, you know some people think any clickbait is wrong but like you have to sort of in entice people's uh, interest so nothing wrong with that but like yeah when it's fanboy was that's just like what's the easiest way to get any sort of uh, interest people were going to have arguments over uh, let's go with that and then it's just lowering yourself isn't it to that um that level where you don't i you know i know all of us hear about gaming in a wholesome way and you know we're not about that we're about enjoying gaming and celebrating it so yeah we're just it's just not our style is it so but yeah it's interesting to hear the points of you guys though on this particular topic because it, it does frustrate me as well but i just try and avoid avoid it if you know what i mean in general yeah and seems to be working all right at the moment but <laughs> yeah anyway so if there's no no hot uh, take from myself on that one though <laughs> um but uh but i think it might be time indeed for your rendition of smelly cat <laughs> we don't have we don't have a hot take yeah, so it's, 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 i'm expecting an acoustic guitar to start playing in the background well right? i was thinking i'll do the studio version instead and uh, get it properly <laughs> done you know yeah get some production behind it rather than exactly rather yeah live and uncut yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you never know that might fall flat. So I thought I'd put the extra effort in. You know, get the full band together, <laughs> and I'll present it to Luke at EGX. Yeah. Nice, nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what I'll do actually is I will play that song on like a little speaker, and then I will walk around with it, and then that's how you'll find me for the first time. <laughs> oh, like a boombox. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that'll be like yeah. instead yeah. of me yeah instead of me having a rose yeah. so you can identify me you, you, I'll, I'll carry the music <laughs> I don't know that won't look, that won't look weird at all will it? No, no. these are just reasons for me not to come to yes. the uh, now I was going to yeah. say it sounds like I made the right decision and having to uh, having to not, not go so, oh no we've still yeah. got to get Scott on board we've, just, we've still got to make this yeah. happen Look, what you'll have to do mate is we'll have to set up like a safe word or something where you text me yeah. when when indy takes yeah. it too far and you need you need rescuing so. no, won't say much. <laughs> yeah as soon as i land i'll be spamming yeah. that yeah, exactly. just get me back on the plane i'll be there waiting at the uh the uh, london airport for you with the uh sign, <laughs> the sign. <laughs> yeah babe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah well i think i think i think we've pretty much done it um i think uh, i don't think there's any um additional topics we could we could probably highlight actually Uh, i think we've covered quite a lot and uh, we'll give people back some time as well so uh thank you everyone Uh, i know we've not done a whole lot of interaction in the chat today uh, which is probably our fault but uh, oh well um, but thank you thank you very much for for joining in um and watching and uh yeah uh indy thank you very much for being here i know you're not feeling particularly well i hope this time has made you feel slightly better um yeah. surrounded amongst friends and people who <laughs> like indie games uh, which is always yep. nice so um yeah thank you very much uh, and uh, look i mean i'll do, i'll do this anyway because it's the thing to do but where can people if they somehow don't know who you are where can they follow you <laughs> cool cheers buddy it's been awesome hanging out with you guys my favorite people uh so yeah been a lot of fun today even yeah like you say i was not infinity well but definitely uh helped me feel better for sure great chatting with all of you guys uh yeah if you want to find myself and luke often as well on my channel and you know to be honest with everyone on this 
podcast right now turn up quite a lot too <laughs> so uh but yeah luke on the regular and actually a little spoiler alert luke and myself are going to be making a a little video on uh cult of the lamb too soon uh so um look out for that uh, if you're interested uh, feel free to go over to my channel it's uh, youtube forward slash the indie gamer all one word and um if you want to follow me on twitter it's indie underscore gamer underscore zero one and uh, i will post there for when things are happening we do have the indie games podcast and other stuff on the channel as i say we'll have a video as uh, soon as possible once we've had a bit more time in the game and we're going to record some um chat about how we've thought of felt about it a little spoiler today of how we felt about it so far though but looking forward to that but thank you so much again for having me thank you so much to the chat for joining us uh yeah wonderful stuff it was fun <laughs> it was uh, always always great having you here and archimedes watsonberger thank you very much uh no thank we, you uh, yeah always have a great time when you're here just Absolutely. extremely knowledgeable and uh yeah it's it, we always seem to have a really good chat so thank you very much again People somehow don't know where you are, what you do, I don't know. <laughs> well, people can find me everywhere on the Boxenberger, so that's very easy of on PlayStation, Xbox, on Steam, um, everywhere. Of course, on, also on here on YouTube. I do have, in case people don't know, I do have a small YouTube channel there uh, where I do weekly uh, videos covering different topics of the gaming industry. So, yeah. And again, thanks for having me, Indy. Get well soon. Um, it's Thank always you, a pleasure to hang you with, with you guys. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks again for the invite. You're most welcome, yes. And uh, we will let people know. Um, I'm not sure if we're doing a Thursday show this week or whether it'll be another Sunday, but we'll try We'll try and let people know as, as soon as possible uh, yeah, as to what's I think happening. The... And, I think the plan is currently, um, I guess actually I did I did want to quickly say, look, if you don't mind, is obviously we've yeah, had some ahead. excellent guests on the show today. Thank you very much. We um, we had Ballman Gamer on um, uh, last week. Um, next week, I think the current plan is um, to go live on Thursday and we should have all gone to, uh, all gone to plan. We've got Ains from Season Gaming um, Ooh, nice. on, on the show. So lo looking forward to, to him. If anything, yeah. just to finally have it out with him about the arse kick and he gave us in that Halo tournament um, <laughs> yeah. last year. Um, and Where then uh, we do have, uh, I believe, uh, Stubbs gaming's going to be joining us on the show in, nice. in, the, in the future so um it's been a long time coming so um i was just going to say if anyone does want to come on the show please reach out get us on discord or message me pucks or look on on twitter or if you've got anyone that you would like to to join us on the show you think would be a great guest then then please just let us know on the podcast suggestions channel on that there discord if, if you don't mind so i think that's the plan at the moment at least Right. Good plan. It's a very good plan. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. And Stubbs, just to preface that that show will be solely about Hollow Knight, so you need to actually complete it by the time you have to get well, past the Moth Charger and do and <laughs> yes. like do it do it fully, and then and then we'll talk the about Moth it. Charger. We need yeah 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 we need footage. Uh, 
of of you completing it. So that is just, so good. Just prepare uh, for that. You got you got a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, no, and just as just as a backup topic as well, in case you know he doesn't do that. Uh, the other topic is just listing the number of ways Halo is better than Gears. Um, yeah. And <laughs> and I think that'll keep us busy for for, for a long time. So yeah, that'll, that'll be a solid two hour show. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy stuffs. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, but thank you very much everyone again and we will see you on Thursday. Bye bye. Awesome. Cheers guys. Bye.